Hey everybody, welcome to the Life to the Fullest podcast. It is the fourth Sunday of Advent. I'm so happy you're here with us today. We're continuing to journey on to the manger. And in just a few days, we will be celebrating the joyful coming of Emmanuel, God with us, Christ Jesus, who is born in the manger. And it's a beautiful day today here as we're journeying on together on this wonderful fourth Sunday of Advent, continuing to reflect to hold on to all the blessed hope and the joy that's coming to the world. And that's really what we're going to talk about today, joy coming to the world. Throughout these last four weeks, we've reflected, we've shared with one another, and we've deepened our own faith and trust in the Lord, looking at the Holy Family, specifically taking an examination of consciousness and reflecting upon the things that Mary went through, St. Joseph, went through, and also Jesus's entrance into the world, the messiness of the situation, how we can navigate through the messes of our own lives. And now it's really important for us to continue to follow that bright and shining star, the light that's coming into the world that will shine through the darkness and to set our eyes and focus completely on Christ on this fourth Sunday of Advent, preparing our hearts, our minds, and our spirits for the coming of the Lord. In today's gospel message, we see that Mary and Joseph are set out, and Mary specifically is set out to travel on the countryside to visit her cousin Elizabeth. And this is a really important time of year for us all, you know, to visit the family members in our own inner circles, friends, and people who mean so much to us to share in this joyful season. And there's nothing like this season from Thanksgiving all throughout Christmas and then into the new year to be able to celebrate with people who really understand us and who we have shared our hearts with and this journey with in a very beautiful manner. So here is Mary and she's going to visit her her cousin Elizabeth and Elizabeth is pregnant. She has John the Baptist in her womb, the cousin of Jesus. And that's where we're going to pick up in the gospel message today. We're going to share what Mary has to offer us and what happens when Mary arrives and how the baby in Elizabeth's womb reacts to being in the very presence of the Savior as you continue to prepare your hearts. And as we go to Christmas Mass, whether it be on Christmas Eve or Christmas Day, whatever traditions we might have to celebrate the Eucharist and be with our Lord, help us to be in His full presence And to just set our hearts to quiet ourselves and to just bask in his glory and in his light. So in Luke chapter 1, it says, Mary set out and traveled to the hill country in haste to a town of Judah, where she entered the house of Zechariah and greeted Elizabeth. When Elizabeth heard Mary's greeting, the infant leaped in her womb. And Elizabeth, filled with the Holy Spirit, cried out in a loud voice and said, Blessed are you among women, and blessed is the fruit of your womb. And how does this happen to me that the mother of my Lord should come to me? For at that moment the sound of your greeting reached my ears. The infant in my womb leaped for joy. Blessed are you who believed that what was spoken to you by the Lord would be fulfilled. And that's just such a beautiful passage from Luke's Gospel really setting the tone of the joyful hope and expectation of what is to come with Christ in Christmas. So we're here we have Mary setting out on a journey. 
You know, she's very much pregnant at this point. She's getting ready to give birth to her own son um, in the coming months. And she goes to visit her cousin, who she has a very special relationship with, Elizabeth. And she goes because she knows that it's important for them to comfort one another, to journey with each other, to share in their pregnancy, and also to be able to relate to one another. And she realizes that the child that she is carrying is very special, and she's confiding in her her cousin. And as soon as she enters the presence of Elizabeth, John the Baptist, who is the one who's going to be preparing the way of the Lord. We hear that in Isaiah the prophet. We hear it again in the gospel messages that he is the one who is going to be the voice crying out in the desert, preparing the way of the Lord. And we see that that does happen as we foreshadow into the life of Christ and John the Baptist there as they're grown men. And Jesus is the one who actually then gets baptized by John. But at this point in their life, before they're even born into the world, the baby, John, leaps in the mother's womb. Why? Because he is in the presence of the newborn king. And he can feel that presence already and the excitement. And I just want you to think about this for a moment, to close your eyes, to imagine being in the presence of the Lord. Now, when you're there before the crush, maybe even kneeling before the altar, if you have some time to pray, quietly with your family, whether it be at mass, you know, there in the church or at the chapel, or it be in front of a crib at some time in the next few days, imagine being in the presence of the Lord, that you're there with him, and hopefully your heart is leaping for joy. Now, there is things that are going on in your life. There's probably stuff that's clogging your spirit a little bit or making you feel worried or anxious or afraid. Just release those to the Lord. Allow Him to take all of those things and allow His joy to fill your heart and allow that joy to bring you to the foot of the manger. Because there it is where that joy begins, where that leaping of great excitement of John the Baptist can then transfer into our own lives and set us on a new path as the light enters the world. Some things here that really stick out to me are, blessed are you among women and blessed is the fruit of your womb. Now we know that that part of scripture is in the prayer that we pray when we're praying the rosary, when we're reflecting on the life and the mystery of Christ and we're offering up in hopeful expectation and for the intercessions of the Blessed Virgin Mary. And that is the exact verbiage that is in the prayer where we pray the Hail Mary. Beautiful. Why? Because again, it reiterates the joyful expectation, the true holiness that's in the mother of God, the mother Mary, the mother of our church, as well as Christ who's going to be born into the world and bring in the reign of God and open up the gates of heaven by becoming Emmanuel, God with us. Now, when we're thinking about this fourth Sunday of Advent, this joyful coming into the world, this hope and this love, because that's what it's all about. It's about joy, it's about hope, and it's about love. Recently, I was very blessed to have published The Saint Next Door, practicing heaven by living love and discovering God's holiness in each other. And that's what this time of year is about. 
And I just share that with you because that book is available on my website, ef3life.com, as well as on amazon.com and Barnes and Noble. You can also check out some of my children's books, great for this time of year, to help to bolster the faith of the little ones. And two books that I recently published had professional illustrated. A shout out to my cousin Hunter Anderson who helped with those illustrations as well. Jesus loves you and is your friend and also spreading love through peace and prayer. And I mention that because the coming of the close of the year is before us, only uh, a week and a half or so away. And as we're preparing our hearts for Christmas, we're also reflecting upon the past year. We're reflecting upon the Advent season. We're definitely preparing for the Lord's birth, but also a rebirth in our own spiritual lives. You know, the church's new year has already begun, Um, a couple Sundays ago, and it's important for us as we begin 2022 to have things to help us stay on track, to have books and podcasts and resources and, you know, reflect upon really beautiful examples of faith. And my hope is that these works of literature will help you and your family to continue to stay the course And to reflect upon the beauty and the love that's in your life, as well as to navigate through all the difficulties that could be on their way or that you're navigating through at the current moment. And I know in my own life, having uh, deeply dived into many different books and inspirational works, that these have helped and to continue to bolster that firm foundation which is laid, laid in the faith. And that's what EF3 Life is all about. Now, when we think about this joyful hope of Christ's coming in this fourth Sunday of Advent, it truly is about him being light in the world. And that joy that's going to be coming in the next few days as we celebrate Christmas. But it doesn't just end there. That's actually where it begins. You know, as we've been traveling together over these last four weeks, we're really excited. The enthusiasm, the vigor, the light is about to shine brightly But that's where it begins. And then the Christmas season really lasts for the next few weeks. And it's important for us to continue to carry that light into the rest of the year. Because so oftentimes we then go into what's called ordinary time. But it doesn't have to be just that. It doesn't have to be ordinary. Certainly there's a special uh, special component about Christmas. You know, these beautiful traditions that we have, the lighting of the Christmas tree, going to to Mass and seeing the the manger there and and the nativity and just everything, the way that it's decorated, certainly helps us to enter into the presence of the Lord a little bit more. But when all those things are peeled back, we have to continue to have that steadfast spirit to stay on track and use it to ignite our faith to lead others closer to Christ. Because... It just so happens to be that these seasons of Advent or Lent, these seasons of Christmas and Easter, they last for a number of weeks. But it's like when you go on a retreat and then afterwards you're fired up, but then the faith seems to fizzle out a little bit and those spiritual practices that you engaged in maybe over the course of a week or even a weekend start to seem like they're simmering or dying out. That's not what we want here. We, what we want is to remain vigilant in our faith and to use it as a building block, to use it as a springboard, as a trampoline, so to speak, to continue to launch to new heights as we reach closer to Christ this Christmas. 
And when we reflect upon the words here in Luke's gospel, it's important to recognize again that John the Baptist is the one who's the voice crying out in the desert, preparing the way of the Lord to think about something really important here. Are we Christ's voice? Are we blazing a trail? Are we being different for Jesus? We're going to talk all about that after a quick commercial break. Be right back at it in a moment. The Life to the Fullest podcast is brought to you by EF3 Life. During this Christmas season, we're excited to share with you some new books as we journey on together. My latest work of Christian nonfiction entitled The Saint Next Door is now available on Amazon.com, Barnes & Noble, as well as on our website. Also, check out Fire Burning Within and two children's books, Jesus Loves You and Is Your Friend, as well as Spreading Love Through Peace and Prayer. All of these, as well as many others, can be found on EF3Life.com. For the latest news on EF3 Life, make sure to follow us on social media at EF3 Life. There's only one way to live, and that's life to the fullest. Welcome back to the Life to the Fullest podcast. I'm your host, Dan Jason. Here today as we're celebrating the fourth Sunday of Advent, only days away from Christmas, the newborn King, Emmanuel, God with us, the light shining in the darkness, Jesus, the Christ child about to be born. And it is wonderful to be journeying along with you as we're navigating through this Advent season to prepare our hearts and our minds for the coming of the Lord. Before the break, we started to begin to think about being different. Are we the voice like John the Baptist was? Are we the one who's blazing a trail for Jesus in a different way? As we're gaining strength here, as we're really hopefully expecting this beautiful coming of the Lord, which happens every year here in this Christmas season, are we going to be different after we receive this gift, this true gift of the newborn king here in the manger in a few days? And that's a question that you have to really consider. You have to ask yourself and you have to, you have to reflect upon. Looking back over the course of this past year, has your faith increased? Have you allowed God to come into your life in a new way and have you opened your heart to him and where he's leading you next on this journey? Because when we think about Advent, when we think about Christmas, when we think about the trust that the Holy Family, Mary and Joseph, had in God and the plan that he had for their life, it all makes sense. We too are disciples. We are followers of the Lord. We can only follow him so much if we don't put our full trust in him, if we don't go all in on him. And that's why in this coming year of 2022 at EF3 Life and throughout not only this podcast, the Life to the Fullest podcast, but the things that we're really focusing on, it's becoming a saint. And for us here, it's the year of the saint. And that's why I took the last 14 or so months to write the book, The Saint Next Door, which actually comes off of the book Fire Burning Within, and the reason why I took this time to write this book was because each of us is called to sainthood. Just as much as Mary and Joseph had a role in salvation history and are called to be saints and our saints were in their day and still are today, certainly in a magnanimous way, we too are called to be saints. And you don't have to go far away to a far off land to do anything extravagant, but it's in the day-to-day -day of how we're living, of discovering God's holiness in each other, of bringing out the best in one another, of encouraging other people, and truly leading souls to Christ. 
in small, beautiful, and loving ways, as Mother Teresa so often mentioned, that's the way that we become a saint. That's the way that we change the world. And it starts in our own families. It starts in our own neighborhoods. It starts in our own churches. It starts in our own workplaces. The saint next door is you, and it's me. It's us because God calls each of us in our own special and unique way to be his voice, like John the Baptist was, crying out to others, sharing his love, his hope, and his joy with the world. Just by being yourself, using the gifts and talents you have been blessed with, and using the joy of this Christmas season throughout the entire year, I was on social media the other day and actually I came across this beautiful image and it was a saying by Mother Teresa and I don't remember exactly the specific words that were used but it was something to the effect of every day can be Christmas if you spread Christ's joy. And how true is that? You can unwrap a gift to give to those around you each and every day by being different, by being kind, by being loving by spreading peace, by not gossiping, by using the hope of the Lord to bring restoration and healing to people who are holding vigil, who are in pain in their life, by being vulnerable, by helping journey through the messiness, the same messiness that Jesus was born into this world and due to the things that were happening, being born in a stable amongst animals, the same trust that Mary and Joseph had in the Lord, even though they didn't understand everything or know exactly what was going to happen. But they loved, they trusted, and they believed so strongly that God was going to have them, and he did. And because they trusted, everything worked out, not only according to plan, but in a way that needed to be, so that way the world would have this hope and this joy during the Christmas season and far beyond. So when we think about being a saint, we're not talking again about stained glass windows. We're not talking about perfection. We're not talking about people who had it all figured out, but actually rather the opposite. We're actually discovering and uncovering in ourselves and in our fellow brothers and sisters that which God made us for, which is greatness. Because we weren't made to be average. And certainly Mary and Joseph, even though on the surface level, might have seemed like average people. They were anything but average. And God reached deep within. And that limitless potential was the thing that shone forth through them. And is what can radiate in our hearts and really bring others closer to the Lord. Because when you discover that holiness in yourself, you allow God to bring it to full fruition you are born anew and you have that light of Christ in your heart. You have that glimmer of hope. You have this radiance about yourself. People will be attracted to you. And even though we're all wounded, even though we're all broken, even though we are all sinful and sorrowful in our own selves and own rights, what happens is the illuminating factor of Christ living in you shines through you out into the world and you become like Christ, and by being like Christ, you attract others to him and a different way of life that has renewed hope because we know the end is not here on this earth, but is with our Lord in heaven. And that's why the birth of Christ in Christmas is so special and so beautiful, because sainthood is all about the journey to heaven. And as we're coming about Christmas here, 
That is the start. The start of the journey was the birth of the Lord and issuing in a new reign of God's kingdom and opening up the gates of heaven to all those who believe based on what he would do on the cross at Calvary and then raising from the dead. But we know that that beginning of the journey starts here at this Christmas season. That's why it's so important for us. It also makes sense why it's right around the corner from a new year. When we think about a new year, think about a new you, and we're going to have a whole podcast episode on reflecting upon the last year and then looking at setting new goals and especially deeply diving into our spiritual lives so we could become better in 2022 and allow God to work in our life in a way that he hasn't been able to before, maybe because we've been holding him back or something has been holding us back from opening up and fully trusting. But when we take this into the new year and we be that saint next door, this theme for 2022, it's about having that life, that vigor, that hope. And it's about leading others to have it and sharing it with those that we encounter. You know, one of my favorite scriptures comes to mind and it's in John 15, 11, where Jesus said, I have told you these things so that my joy might be in you and your joy might be made complete. Jesus is joy. And that acronym joy, Jesus, others, yourself. And that's what Mother Teresa mentioned so often to people she would encounter. Because if we put Christ first, we put others second and ourselves third, everything will fall into place. And we'll not only have that joy, we'll radiate it to the world. And people will be better because we encountered them. We will be better because we were open to receive the gifts that they give to us and allow God to work through them in our lives, and us to work with them, and God to work through us to bless them, in whatever capacity he calls us to. Being the light of Christ, Jesus said, I am the light of the world, specifically in John 8, 12. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. That really fires me up. He is the light of the world. You will not walk in darkness, but you will have the light of life. This is what I believe. Do you believe it? Because if that light is shining through Christ this Christmas, if you see him in the manger, if you go to Mass and you celebrate the Eucharist and you feel God in your heart, Emmanuel, God with us, fully human, still holy and fully divine. He is in your heart. He is in you, body, blood, soul, and divinity, there with you in your heart, living inside of you, radiating his joy and his light through you to the world. If you really believe that, how can we even but once think to ourselves that we aren't here to make a difference, to impact the lives of other people, because we are. Because that's what God calls us to, and that's why he calls you and I to be the saint next door. That's why he calls us to live a life of holiness. That's why he's asking us to practice heaven here on this earth by living out love and by discovering God's holiness within, not only within ourselves, but within other people and to allow our lives and those encounters that we have, whether it be in the messy situations or the joyful ones, the triumphant moments, of the times that we're in the valley and we go into the pit of despair and we travel in there intentionally with someone else to help them through their time of need. Those are the times. These are the experiences. 
this is the journey that matters because this earth is all about preparing the way of the Lord, preparing our hearts during this season here in December for Christmas and during our lifetime to prepare for what is to come, the joyful, hopeful expectation of heaven. So this Christmas, as you're reflecting upon all these things in your heart, as you're here traveling through this Advent season, as you're there prayerfully before the manger, before the babe in the crib, the newborn king, as you're there gazing at him, this little tiny infant child who's going to change the world, who did change the world, who opened up the heavenly realm to us all. Be still and know that he is God. No matter what you're facing today, no matter what is before you, your God is far greater. He is the hope. He is the light. He is the love. He is the joy that's shining. Allow that joy to shine in your heart. Allow that joy to change you. Allow it to comfort you. Allow him, the Blessed Mother, to wrap her arms around you like she did wrap Jesus in swaddling clothes as he was lying in the manger. And allow the guidance and the humble trust, the peacefulness and the humility of St. Joseph to guide you and your family as well. Today, tomorrow, in the coming days, as we celebrate Christmas here a few days away, understand he is the light of the world. He is the one shining in the darkness. He is the one that will bring you to God the Father and to full joy. He is Emmanuel, God with us. My hope and prayer for you is that you have a blessed Christmas, that you enjoy the time with your family and your friends, and that you keep your eyes focused and fixed on the prize, the star of Bethlehem, Jesus. Because no matter what, he will always lead you to the surest and truest peace, joy in your heart at all times, because he is the Lord who loves you more than anything else. God bless you. Merry Christmas. And we'll continue to journey on together as Jesus makes a path for us far into 2022. Thanks for joining us on this special edition of the Life to the Fullest podcast as we journey with you this Advent season. We wish you and your family a very Merry Christmas and a blessed Happy New Year to come. From all of us at EF3 Life, it's a blessing to have you share with us this journey. Make sure to visit ef3life.com and follow us on social media at EF3Life for more episodes of this podcast as well as many books and other resources to help you to continue to have a blessed and full life. As Jesus said, I came so that they might have life and have it to the full. There's only one way to live and that's life to the fullest. God bless and have a great day.